You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Shalom Lebracha, this is Chubas Upaiskim, pre-Purim edition. Uh, we have a tremendous COVID today that uh, my colleague, the Yeshiva, uh, Rabbi Duvi, uh, David, uh, Yona David Weiss, officially, but uh, known as Rabduvi Weiss, uh, a Magid Shir for, for so many years, uh, one of my closest friends and a person whose uh, godless and terrible machshava is, 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 is quite rare to find someone who is able to put things together with such clarity and such avas hatera, really. And uh, I don't think I've ever had a conversation with Rabduvi uh, that has ever left me empty or lacking. It's always given me a cheshek for more. And Rabbi Duvi understands that because we usually end up having one conversation that builds into many, many, many. Uh, he has graciously agreed uh, to present to us here in anticipation of Purim uh, a shear on a topic that many people believe <laughs> that they understand totally and completely and invest quite a bit of effort in, which is, of course, the uh, creating and producing shmoshmoshmonos and giving them out. But I know that Rabbi Duby Weiss has, uh, is going to be Magalatas a, a lot more, as we said in the blurb, more than just the cute package of goodies. There's definitely a lot more here, and that's going to be the topic of this year, plus, plus more. So I'll ask everyone, please, uh, in Zoom etiquette, uh, to mute themselves. I'm going to now ask uh, Rabtubi to please uh, take the mic over. And if there will be questions, uh, important questions, of course, can be asked uh, uh, during the year. But Rabbi Weiss will allow questions after the presentation. Rabbi Weiss, please. Shalom Aleichem. Thank you, Rabbi Vremo, for that beautiful introduction. It's great to uh, to be here, to especially to prepare for uh, the Yom Tov of Purim. Uh, I think we're all familiar with the mitzvah of Mishloach Monos. It's one of the special mitzvahs that we um, that we involve ourselves so heavily on the day of Purim. And uh, I want to jump right into uh, to the pasuk that introduces the mitzvah of Mishloach Monos in Perek Tes. <clears throat> Test, Pasuk, you test where the Pasuk says, Alkin Hayudim Haprozim, Hayoshim Bari Haprozis, Osim is Yom Abal, Solochodeshad, or Simcho Mishtev Yomtev. Mishloach Monos Ishtarayehi, one of the mitzvahs of the day is uh, giving Mishalach Monos, or Mishloach Monos, one person to his friend, and then the mitzvah is repeated in Pasuk of Be'ez, just a few Psukim later. Where the Pasuk says that the day was turned from a, from a Yogon, the Simcho, from an Abel, the Yomtev. And one of the ways that we celebrate is the mitzvah of Mishloach Manos, Mishloach Manos Ishtarayehu. I think we're all familiar, perhaps, that uh, this mitzvah has an Indian of Kol Hamar Bahareza Meshubach. The minimum, on the other hand, you can give to as many people as you want and as many items that you would like, but the minimum is to give from one person <clears throat> to another, to one person, a gift of two items. Now, let me begin with a Misa that takes place with the Satma Rav. It's interesting that there was another Rav. This is brought down in a server called Meish Sha'arim, interestingly. And there was another Rav that came to the Satma Rav, and he was complaining. And he said um, that he was upset because someone sent him a Shalach Manos uh, delivered by his child, and the child was dressed as a monkey. And he didn't think that was respectful. Such a person, a Rav like himself, should have 
Shalach Manos delivered uh, by someone who's dressed, a child that's dressed like a monkey, thought it was disrespectful. So first of all, I read this Misa, I thought that the person who was complaining probably has some type of his own issues. It's Purim, people are dressed up like every, all different types of animals and in Yonim. So I don't know why someone would get upset, but Lemaisa, this person was upset and he went uh, at some point during the day to complain to the Satmarov. And the Rav, uh, the Satmarov, as you may know, had a wonderful sense of humor. And he said, uh, don't be angry. At least he sent it by a human being dressed as a monkey because if he wanted to, he could have been Yitz of the Mitzvah by sending it with a real monkey. So the Rav was a little bit surprised at that halacha. And he said, really, Where, where's, where's the mocker for that? And the Rebbe responded that it's in the Chassam Sofer, it's Mefurish in the Chassam Sofer. So the Rav, this Rav who was complaining, went back home and he looked through, he says, he looked through all the Chassam Sofer, he looked through all the Shut Chassam Soferes, maybe, I don't think at that time they had, uh, they had the Otzer HaChochma and the Barilan to do a search. It probably took him a few hours to look through the Chassam Soferes. And he was unable to find that Chassam Sofer that says that you could send Shalach Manas by a monkey. So he came back, he says, I looked through all the chsam sofras, the whole shut, all the shalos and shuvas, all the response, and I couldn't find where the chsam sofra says that you could send shalach manas by a monkey. And he said, no, you're looking in the wrong place. It's not in the shalos and shuvas chsam sofra, it's in the chidusha chsam sofra. And it's in Gittin. It's in Gittin Davchov Beis. The Gemara there in Gittin discusses the, um, the, uh, the writing of a get, and Tosfus on Davchov Beis, Ame Beis has a machlokes, <clears throat> Tosfus has a machlokas um, about whether when one makes a shliach to write a get, does he have to, does he have to make the person, the sofer, into a shliach? So in that context, Chassam Sofer says a klal. And he says at the end of this, at the end of this piece, the Chassam Sofer writes that many people greater than me, this is the Chassam Sofer talking, many people greater than me make this mistake. And this is the Chassam Sofer's mahalach. He says as follows, there's two types of shluchim in the Torah, in halacha. One type of shliach, <clears throat> one type of shliach is that uh, you make a shliach, and the, we know that there's a klal called shlucho shal adam kamoso. And sometimes when you make a shliach, the, this, the shliach is a shliach, but it's not kamoso. Sometimes the halacha is that shlucho shal adam kamoso, and you need for the shliach to work, for the shliach to be kamoso. And sometimes the shliach can work despite the fact that he's not kamoso. Let me explain. Some sofer explains. Sometimes, for example, if a man wants to marry a woman, so generally speaking, the man will have a ring and he'll say, Haram Kudash is late to the woman, to the kala. <clears throat> um, let's say the man is unable to come to his own wedding. <laughs> let's say he, he gets sick. He has a bad stomachache. He's nervous. He's unable to go to his own wedding. So I wouldn't recommend this. Uh, not at the weddings nowadays, that's for sure. Imagine you have 400 people at a wedding and you send a shliach to, to, to go into the chuppah for you. But, uh, but such a thing can be done. The entire Masech the Kedushin and the Masech the Gittin is filled with sending a shliach to perform the Kedushin. So there, the halach is that Reuven, let's say the chasun, is marrying, let's say, Esther. So Reuven is the one that's marrying Esther. So it has to so this Maisa Kedushin has to be done by Reuven. If Reuven wants to send the Shliach, the only way that the messenger can work is if the Shliach is like Reuven. He takes on, he takes on the Koach, he becomes like the Baal himself. He, he takes on the role of Reuven. So in order for a Maisa to be done through a Shliach, when the Maisa has to be done by the Baal himself, 
The only way that that can work is if the shliach is like the baal. One more time. One type of shliach is where you have a certain action that's being done, and this action has to be done by the bailim, by the person, by the, by the person who's involved in the action. For example, the man marrying a woman. So Reuven's marrying Esther. So if Reuven wants to send the shliach, the shliach has to take the place of Reuven and has to be shluch Adam kamosa. Therefore, you would require that the shliach be a bar, a bar das. He has to be 13 years old. He has to be someone who's, who's Jewish. He can't be a, a non-Jew because en shlichos l'gai, en shlichos l'katan. The Samsover says there are other maizim. One of them is being shalach manos. And this is what the Satma Rav was uh, intimating to this person who was complaining that the shalach manos was sent to him by a monkey. He said, um, he said there that the Pasuk itself says that the shlichas does not have to be done by the person sending the shalach manos. It calls it mishloach manos, which means that it, it, it can be done by the shliach. No one said that Ruvain has to send the shalach manos. Ruvain can send the shalach manos. The shliach can send the shalach manos. Anybody can send the shalach manos. So if, any, if you don't need the bailim to do the mitzvah, if you don't need the bailim to do the action, then the shliach does not have to be like the bailam because the bailam himself does not have to do the mitzvah. Only when you require the bailam and the bailam wants to send the shliach, do we say shlucho has to be kamosa like the bailam. But when you don't need Reuben, you don't need the person that's giving the shalach manos, you don't need him to be giving it in the first place. So then you can send anybody. You can send a lav bardas. person doesn't have to be bar mitzvah. The child can be dressed up as a monkey. And the Satimarov said, not only can the child be dressed up as a monkey, you can send it with a monkey uh, as well. And of course, uh, I see that someone mentioned in, in the chat that as well, Shalach Manos, you'd be Yoiksef, you send it through the mail, you can send it through the mail, you can send it with a monkey, you can send it with your dog, you can send it any way you want because it doesn't have to ever, no one ever said it should be done by the Bailam in the first place. So this is interesting that you don't need yourself to be sending the Shalach Manos. Lechatchila, you could send it by a Shliach. Therefore, the shliach does not have to be kimoso. And therefore, you can even send it by someone who's not a bar shlichos. You can even send it by something that's not a bar das. You can even send it with a monkey. It's interesting halacha. The Samsofer ends his piece when he says, there are people greater than me. I'll read you the line. There are people greater. Havain a person should understand this cloud, this principle. There are people greater than me who made this mistake, who didn't understand this difference between two types of shlichos. One shlucho shalodim has to be kamoso, and shalachmanos, it does not have to be kamoso. And to understand, to get a better understanding of the mitzvah of shalachmanos, let's understand something as well. I remember growing up in Borough Park, every year we would wait uh, for shalachmanos that came from a certain family. They had beautiful, gigantic shalachmanos. We love the candy, we love the kogel, but more than that, they also sent games for the kids. I don't know if this is still around, but when I was a child, they used to have this, uh, this booklet and they had different, uh, let's say different people and you have to guess or figure out which one doesn't match and they had these special pens and you'd fill it in. I think it was called the yes and no book and it had like this little, little yellow magic marker. And the whole year I look forward to, this, uh, to, 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 these, to these prizes. And the truth is, I wasn't really so interested in the candy and the kugel because I had so much of that from every other shalach manos. But the games, I, was very, I liked very, very much. And the question that the Chumas Hadeshin himself was asked, actually, the Chumas Hadeshin uh, wrote his own shilas. I think he didn't like the shilas that were being asked and they weren't so strong. 
So he, he put together a sefer where he put together some shilas, a number of shilas, and he answered his own questions. And the Trumas Hadeshen was asked, can you be yoyed to the mitzvah of Shalach Manos by sending non-food items? Can you send games? Can you send uh, clothing? Can you send someone, uh, this, this port of it might be very cold. Can you send someone a winter coat with gloves? <laughs> that might be better than, than Hershey's chocolate than chocolate milk. A winter, a winter, a winter coat with gloves. Are you yoytze shalachmanos with gifts? So the question is, would you be yoytze shalachmanos with just the yes and no games, and then maybe a special magic marker? Can you be yoytze shalachmanos with non-food items? The pasuk says it's mishloach manos ishtereya. What do the word manos means? Does manos mean food? Does it mean gifts? Can it mean something else? So in order to answer this question, we'd have to try to figure out what's the reason. What's the reason? What's the what's the what's the yisod, the gather, the reason, the tab for the mitzvah shalach manos in the first place? There was a great miracle that took place, and as a result, Chazal put into place a number of mitzvahs. The reading of the Megillah that we understand to remember the story, we understand the seuda probably in order to be misakin for the first parak of the Megillah talks about how all of Shushan, including the Jewish people, partook in that. Sauda of 180 days and then seven days. And it was a, they were Nana Misadosh The Gemara says that was the reason why this whole thing came in the first place, why the Jews were uh, were threatened with the genocide. So it to be Misakin for the for the for the for that terrible mistake. So we have a Sa'udas Purim, right? The mitzvah Matanoslav Yonim is an Indian of Tzdaka. But what's the Indian of Mishloach Manos? Why was that the response? To the miracle of Purim, to the to the to the events of Purim. So one can suggest, as the Trumas Hadeshin himself says, that one is not Yoitza, one would not fulfill his mitzvah of Mishloach Manos by sending non-food items. And the reason why is because Mishloach Manos is a type of tzaka. We have to make sure that we have a suda coming up in a few hours, right? You're giving Shalach Manos. You have a suda at four o'clock. This year we're going to make the suda much earlier because it's uh, Arab Shabbos. We have a suda that the person, you have to make sure that your neighbors and that your friends, that people from the town, people that come, that are around, have enough food, have enough uh, drink and food for their suda. So there's one type of tzaka where you give money. You give someone money, you can buy himself his own food. But then there's another type of tzaka where you have to actually give someone ready and prepared something to be able to eat at the suda. So it's a type of tzaka. Type of tzaka to ensure that your friends and neighbors and people around, other yidin, are able to fulfill their mitzvah of suda sportim. So the mishloach manos is part of the mitzvah suda. Therefore, you'd have to give food. Person can't be yotze mitzvah suda sportim with a winter coat and gloves. Can't be yotze with magazines, the yes and no booklets and magic markers. But he can be yotze with food. Now, the truth is, if you really hold that it's part of the suda, then it probably makes more sense to be yotze the mitzvah bishlei musa to give something that one would eat at a suda. You know, we give, uh, you know, uh, candy and, uh, and, 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 and potato chips. That's not usually what we eat at a suda. We might eat that, eat that after the suda or before the suda. But, 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 but at the suda, we, we would eat uh, challah, we would eat uh, chicken, we'd eat kugel. So uh, whatever a person would eat at the suda, it might make more sense according to this approach. That Mashloach Modus is part of, it's a type of stalker that's related to the suda. So therefore, it would make sense to give things that one would typically eat at a suudas purim. However, there's another approach to why we uh, are mikayim, why Chazal instituted the mitzvah of mishloach manos. 
And that's based on a sefer by the Manos HaLevi. Shlomo HaLevi Alkabitz was the famed author, famous author of the L'Chadodi. Matter of fact, if you, you might probably know this, but at the beginning of L'Chadodi, if you look at the first letters of each, uh, of each stanza, so uh, it spells out Shlomo HaLevi, right? Shamar, Shamar V'Zachar, Shin, and then Likra Shabbos is Lamid, Migdash Melech, Hisnari, Hisori, Vahoyulim Shisa. So it goes down to, uh, to finally you get the Yom and Usmal, that Shlomo HaLevi. Rav Shlomo HaLevi authored the, um, authored the L'Chadodi. And he also wrote a sefer, he wrote Svarim, he wrote a sefer on the Megillah called Manos HaLevi. And in the sefer he writes that the reason for the mitzvah Mishloach Manos is not an Indian of stock, it's an Indian of Reus. It's to increase friendship. Now it's always nice to increase friendship. It's always important to have, you know, to, to strengthen our relationships. Why Dafka? Is this the mitzvah that we are given um, to be Mikai mitzvah Purim? What does this have to do with Purim? So the beginning of the Megillah, I think it's in Perik, um, maybe it's in Perik Beis, when Haman is uh, uh, convincing Achashverosh that it's time to, uh, that it's, it's, it's worth, no, I'm sorry, Perik Gimel, Pasuk Ches, uh, when Haman's convincing Achashverosh that it would, be worth, it would be worth it for him to get rid of the Jews, to give him permission and to give the decree that the Jewish people should be massacred. It says in the Pesach, Pesach Ches, There's a nation that's completely uh, scattered around your, around your, around your, your Malchus. They're completely different than everybody. They're different than you. And everybody celebrates holidays and they celebrate their Yom Tovim. They don't keep your... Your, your, your edicts, it's not worth it for the Melech to have these people in your kingdom. There's a people, they don't get along with us, they don't go along with each other. It's very important to make sure that this Pesach is not true. <laughs> make sure this Pesach is not true. You know, we have neighbors, Everybody, I'm sure people don't live just uh, without any, maybe you do, maybe, a lot of people live with non-Jewish neighbors, you have, to, you have to be respectful and friendly, you can't make it like the neighbors should feel like they don't exist. So um, I know that there are guys that uh, live in the neighborhood who I know have been have have met, have said that they feel like living among the Jews. They feel like they don't. They, it's not that they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't even exist. It's like they, it's like no one says hello. No one looks at them. No one. No one pays attention. That's completely inappropriate. That's what Haman is 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 upset about. That's what Haman is complaining about. And Achashverosh actually says, "Okay, I'm going to destroy. I'll let you destroy these people." So in order to be misaking. People who don't get on, so at least we should increase friendship. Friendship starts at home. The relationship starts at home. <laughs> we have to be nice to each other. We have to be, we have to be caring. We have to give shalach manos. We have to repair friendships. The whole purpose of shalach manos is to repair and to increase friendships. The fees there would actually make more sense, I think, that if one was going to give shalach manos, maybe give shalach manos to someone who's not your best friend, someone who you had a little falling out with. Because if the idea is to increase friendship, your best friend, you don't have to increase the friendship. You're ready, you're ready buddies. But to give it to someone who maybe there's a little bit of a tension, uh, maybe, there, maybe there would be a, a bigger kiyum in the mitzvah of Rishlach Manos to increase reyus. And by the way, if the mitzvah is about friendship and reyus, Mishloch Manos, Ishtarei Ehu, to be misakein, what Haman was complaining about, Yeshno Amechod, Mefuzo, Mefuzo, they don't get along with the non-Jews. They don't get along with each other. Everybody's always in their fighting. They're always complaining about each other. So, so, so in order to be misaking that, Chazal instituted the mitzvah of Mishloach Manos Lefizeh. Maybe it doesn't have to be food at all. Maybe it could be a coat. 
Maybe it could be a little uh, yes and no booklet with magic markers. Maybe it could be gloves. It could be silk clothing. Doesn't have to be uh, food per se. Maybe it could be things that would increase friendship. Maybe a nice gift or two nice gifts. Mishloach Manos, it has to be two gifts to one person. Maybe that would be better. Maybe that would be better. So the truth is we usually give food because uh, we assume that Manos means food and we also want to be, we also want to be um, fulfilled the Trumas Hadeshin's approach that it's part of the mitzvah of Sudas Purim. But that being said, if one were to send something in addition to food, the feed the Manos Halevi, it's very possible that they'd be kind of mitzvah a little bit, uh, even a little bit nicer. Now, it's a funny thing. It's happened that um, you can get a lot of shalach monos. Sometimes you can get 25, 30, 50, 100 uh, shalach, you know, bags of, or deliveries of shalach monos. And it's, uh, you know, how much candy can one, uh, how much candy can one eat? And it's right before Pesach too. So the Gemara, not the Gemara, I'm sorry, the, the Rishonim, the Achronim all discussed the following case, the Chesam Sofer discussed this as well. Let's say uh, someone comes to my house to bring shalach monos, or I go to someone's house to bring shalach monos. And the person lets, you know, brings me into his, look at my table. I have so much shalach monos. Do me a favor. Keep the shalach monos. I, I appreciate it. Keep the shalach monos. I'm not, uh, I, I don't need it. It's too much. It's too much. So uh, that's the question. Would one be yaitza the mitzvah mishloach monos? If they brought it to someone's house, but the person said, thank you very much, but I don't need it anymore. I'm on a diet. I have too much. I'm, I'm, I'm watching my diabetes and too much sugar. I, I'm, I'm, I'm only eating, uh, you know, I'm only eating fruits and vegetables. Thank you, but no thank you. So I walk out. I say, okay, I did, I, I, I did my best. You know, he doesn't want it. And my yoytze mitzvah shalach manos, if the person, the person that's mekabal the mishloach manos, is, uh, is, is Michael on the Shalach So the Sam Sofer says that question depends on our Chakira. If the mitzvah of Mishloach Manos is to increase the Reus, so then, listen, I came, he gave me a big hug, I, he thanked me for the delivery, but he said he doesn't want it. So it certainly increases the Reus just because he didn't accept it, but the friendship and the, uh, and the Ahav and the Achva and the Shalom and the Reus was enhanced by me at least trying to bring the Mishloach Manos, even if it was rejected, even if it was Mokhal on it. But if you understand that Mishloach Manos is a part of the Su'udas Purim, it's a type of tzedakah. So if you go to give tzedakah to someone and they don't accept it, so you're not, you, don't, you have the tzedakah, so bring it to someone else. You aren't yaitzah the mitzvah, Mishloach Manos. If, it was, uh, if, if the person was, uh, was Mokhal on the Mishloach Manos. And this all comes back to the question of whether Mishloach Manos is a din in um, in in Reus is to enhance the friendship to the Misakim, the Yeshno Am Echad Mefozo Mefora Amin, or is it uh, part of the mitzvah of like a, a type of tzedakah that's related to the Suudas that's related to the Suudas Purim? And we mentioned the Manos Halevi, some alchabets. As an aside, I do want to share with you a very important and beautiful thought that he has that's often quoted, that uh, that's worth uh, that's worth mentioning because you might want to think about it and mention it at the Suudas at the Sudas Purim over the next week or so, is that the first part, the first pasuk in the Megillah starts with the word Vayihi. And uh, Rav Shlomo asked the question based on the Gemara. The Gemara says any single time it says Vayihi. And then the Gemara elaborates when it says Vayihi may, but there's an Indian of where the Gemara in Megillah says that the word Vayihi itself uh, expresses a lotion of Tsar. It's, it's something upsetting, something that, something bad is happening. Vayihi. So, uh, 
Now, this is not in the Gemara, but the Medrash says that also anytime the Chumash, the Tanakh, mentions the word Vahaya, it's a Lashon Simcha. Vahi is a Lashon Tsar, and Vahaya is a Lashon Simcha. And the question is, what's the difference between Vahi and Vahaya? Why is Vahi a Lashon Tsar and Vahaya a Lashon Simcha? Well, my nafkamina between them. My nafkamina between them. So uh, he says beautifully, the Manas Halevi says beautifully, that the word Vayihi has a vav at the beginning of the at the beginning of the word that flips the word yehi to become vayihi. And what it does when it flips the word yehi, yehi, without the vav, yehi means that something should take place in the future. Yehi means that something should happen. It's referring to something that should happen or it's going to happen in the future. Yehi. And when you put the vav at the beginning of the word yehi to make vayihi, it takes that which is taking place in the future and turns it in to something that took place already in the past. Vayihi means, and it was, and it happened. Yehi means it will happen. Vayihi takes the, takes the future and it turns it into a past. And the word vahaya is the exact opposite. The word haya means something was. Something was. And the word vihaya takes the past word haya means it was, it took place, and makes it into something that will happen in the Vahaya im Shamoa. And if you will in the future listen to my mitzvahs. So the Shlomo explains, and if we can add maybe a, a nofech, is that the, the idea of taking one's future, of the possibilities of the potential in one's future, Yehi is the future, and always getting stuck and not being able to move forward in the future because we're stuck in the past. When our future becomes when the yehi becomes a vayihi, when the future becomes something of the past, where we're unable to move forward into the future because we're stuck in the past, that's a lashon tsar. But when we can take something or our past, haya, and make it into a bright future, that's a lashon simcha. So that's how he explains the Gemara with the Medrash. If it's if anytime it's vayihi, it's always taking something that's had potential that we were going to accomplish something. And we say, ah, I can't do this. I failed so many times already. When my yehi becomes a vayihi, that's a Lashon Tzar. When my hoyo becomes, when I have a past and difficulties and challenges, but I'm able to overcome them and create a future when my hoyo becomes a vayihi, that's a Lashon Simcha. So that's how the Maras Halevi begins the Megillah. It's important to, to talk think about that as well. But let's come back to the Mishloach Manos. Along these lines, along these lines that we've been talking about, whether... Mishloach Manos is a din in Staka, it's a din in the Seudas Purim, or it's a, it's a mitzvah to create and enhance our friendships, our relationships, Reus, may help us understand why uh, the question that the, uh, that the, the Achronim will ask, why there's no bracha on the mitzvah of Mishloach Manos. Mishloach Manos is a mitzvah. We make a mitzvah al mikra Megillah. When we lay in the Megillah, we make a mitzvah al mikra Megillah. Why do we not make a bracha? We make a bracha, why don't we make a bracha when we do the mitzvah, mishloach manos? And don't tell me because it's a mitzvah, the Rabbanon, we make brachas, alatilas yadayim, we make lahadik ner shalchanaka, we make amikram megillah, the Rabbanon. So why don't we make a bracha, mishloach manos? So some say the reason why is for the same reason that the Ravid says that we don't make a bracha before we do the mitzvah of Kedushin. A man is under the chuppah. Or a man goes over to a woman, forget about the chub, a man goes over to a woman and he says, He wants to marry her. So the question is, you have to make a bracha. Kedushin is a mitzvah, mistama. 
So if it's getting married is a mitzvah, how come we don't make a bracha? Baruch Hashem, we're going to make a bracha. Baruch Hashem, we're going to make a How come we don't make a bracha? And how come we don't make the bracha beforehand? <clears throat> so the Ravid says, first of all, we do make a bracha. We make the bracha. It's not a typical bracha. It's a fancy bracha. It's a fancy bracha. So that's another question we're not going to discuss now why we make such a funny bracha. But what the Ravid says is that you can't make the bracha before you do the mitzvah of Kedushin. You have to make the bracha only after you do the mitzvah of Kedushin. Why? Because let's say you would go over to this Assuming that you know the girl, you have to assume that you think she's going to say yes. But let's say you go over to the girl and you say, Let's say you make the bracha first. Make his beautiful bracha. And then you go over to her and you give her the ring. And she says, no, I'm not going to marry you. I don't want to marry you. <laughs> so then it would be a bracha levatala. So you first have to do the mitzvah to make sure that she accepts. And then you can make the bracha afterwards. It's funny. You make a bracha, some mitzvah after the mitzvah? The Rabbam says there's no such thing as making a berachas mitzvah after the mitzvah. It doesn't work. Once you do the mitzvah, it's bafalit. You can't make a bracha after. There's only one exception. That's the bracha of tvilas hager. A ger can't make the bracha before and he's a gavalo chazi because he's unable, because he's not Jewish yet. He makes the bracha. No one else can make a bracha after the mitzvah. But the Rabbam says, no, you make a bracha afterwards. Why? Because we're afraid that if you don't make, if you make the bracha before and the woman decides that she's not interested Except in your Kedushin, then it will have been a bracha levatala. So for that reason, some want to say that that's why the reason we don't make a bracha at all on Mishalach Manos, for the reason that we mentioned before. Because if you hold that when you give someone Shalach Manos and they don't accept it, they're moichel, they say, I have too much, I have so much Shalach Manos in my house, I really, you put up a sign on your door, no more Shalach Manos, you come to the person's door, no more Shalach Manos, and you tried, you attempted but the person's machl, if you were to hold that you would not be yoy to the mitzvah then, then you can't make the bracha beforehand because you make the bracha before and then the person's machl will be a bracha levatola. That's one reason that's given of why you don't make a bracha before the shalach manas. It doesn't explain the fizeh, how come you don't make the bracha after giving the shalach manas, if that's really the reason. So the truth is, there's another beautiful reason of why we don't make the bracha mishalach manas that is mentioned by the Sri Deyesh of Echil Yaakov Weinberg he explains as follows. He says a beautiful thought. And he says, sometimes a bracha enhances a mitzvah. Usually that's why we make a bracha. We make a bracha to enhance a mitzvah. It gives us more kavana. The Ritvam Psachim Dav Zayin says that the reason why you make a bracha is to, to get yourself into a spiritual state. Most mitzvahs that we do are something with something physical. And the bracha is like a, it's like an avodah ruchani. It's something spiritual that we involve ourselves with before we do the physical act of the mitzvah. <clears throat> so usually a mitzvah, a bracha is there to enhance the mitzvah, but sometimes the Sri Deyesh says, if you were going to make a bracha, it would actually detract from the mitzvah. What's an example of that? An example of that is Mishloach Manos. Mishloach Manos means, according to the Manos HaLevi, as we explained, the purpose of Mishloach Manos is to enhance the friendships, to enhance our relationships. To be misaken yeshto amecha mefuzah meforad. What's going to happen? I come to someone's door, I knock on the person opens up and I say, wait one second, before I do this mitzvah of enhancing our friendship, I have to get, make a bracha to Hashem for commanding me to bring you shalach manas. <laughs> it doesn't sound like that's very, uh, that's, not, that's not very friendly. In other words, if Hashem didn't give this command, if it wasn't, or if, the, if Chazal were not masak in this mitzvah, 
then I would never be bringing you Shalach Manos. This is only because I have to. So sometimes making a bracha actually detracts from the mitzvah. Matter of fact, we can go so far as to say that in truth, all Ben Adam Lachaveros don't have a bracha for this reason. Because Ben Adam Lachavero mitzvahs are there to enhance our relationships with each other. And to make a bracha before you do kibbut avaim, kibbut avaim, make a bracha kibbut avaim, and before I help my father, help my mother, I make a bracha. <laughs> I'm making it because I care about my father, and mother, because I care about my friends, not just because I was commanded to do this mitzvah. It's much more than that. It's because of, I'm interested in your friendship. I'm interested in your friendship. So therefore, the Svidiyah says that's why we would not make a bracha, because if you understand that the yisod and the gader. And the purpose of Mishloach Manos is to enhance our friendships, then making a bracha would actually detract from the mitzvah. It would not enhance the mitzvah. Now, it's interesting. We mentioned before that the Satma Rav said that, in fact, not only can you send a shliach, but the shliach does not have to be kimoso of the person sending it. Usually, when a person is getting married, he's, he's, he's doing something, selling something, selling his house. He doesn't have to do it himself. He can send the shliach. But because only I can send my house and you can't sell my house. So if I want to send the shliach, that shliach has to step into my shoes, has to become like me. We have to apply the principle of shluch shaladam kamoso. And therefore that shliach has to be a bardas. It has to be someone over bar mitzvah. It has to be someone who's a, a bar shlichos, a, a, someone who's, um, who's, a, who's a, a, a Jewish person who's in the world of, uh, of halacha. But in the world of Bishloch Manos, it doesn't, the Pasuk says it could be sent by a shliach. It doesn't have to be me. And therefore, you can even send someone who's not about shliachs. You can even send someone dressed up as a monkey. You can even send a monkey, even a monkey, an actual monkey. Nowhere did the Satmarov say that you have to send a shliach. He was just saying that you can send a shliach, and that shliach does not have to be kamoso. But if I want to bring the Bishloch Manos myself to my friend, that it sounds like no one would say that that's not allowed. Certainly you could bring the Shalach Manas yourself. You also could send it through a Shliach. And the Chiddush that we started with is that the Shliach does not have to be Kamosa. It could even be a monkey. However, there is a, uh, um, uh, um, a possibility that's brought down by the, uh, some of the Achron, the Binyan Sin, Rabbi Yaakov Etlinger, from the, the, the communities of our, known as Ahu, Altona, Hamburg, and Wandsbach. He was the Rebbe. Of Rav Shamshin of Hirsch lived in Germany. So the Binyan Siyam, Rav Yaakov Etlinger writes as follows Maybe, maybe, not only, not only can you send the Shliach, but maybe this is the one place, the one area in Halacha where you must send the Shliach. Why? Because let's talk Halacha first and then we'll talk Machshava. In the world of Halacha, the reason why you'd have to send a Shliach, Dafka send the Shliach, is because although Halacha tells us that a Shliach can become like a person. As we mentioned before, I'm being Mekadish a woman. And the Shliach can take the place of the person who's being Mekadish the woman. Shluch Shul Adam is Kamoso. But where the Pasuk says that you have to sense something by a Shliach, it's true Shluch Shul Adam Kamoso. But who says that Kamoso is Kishlucho? I want to say that again because I know it can be confusing. It's true, shluch shal adam. The shluach, the shliach of a person is kamoso. But who says that kamoso can be like a shliach? If the Torah says you have to send a shliach, then maybe it means you have to send a shliach. That you can't do it yourself. 
That's the amazing Chiddush of the Binyan Seal. Amazing Chiddush of the Binyan Seal. Now, the truth is, there might actually be two more reasons why it's actually better to send the Shalach Manos, besides the fact that the Pasuk says, Mishloach Manos, that person should send the Manos. Sounds like you should send it with the Shliach. But it could be that maybe if you send it with the Shliach, there's actually more reus, more friendship that's going to be, uh, that's going to be enhanced. It, it enhances the friendship even more. Why? You know, sometimes you're walking down the block and you bump into someone and someone's, someone's driving in the car and you see them and you think to yourself, you know, I, 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 I forgot, I, I wasn't really planning to give that person Shalach Manos. But now I have to give. So you take one out of the you take one out of the bag. You say, "Hey, Shalach Manos." I'm not sure how much friendship that adds. You weren't really thinking about me, but now that you bumped into me, you give me Shalach Manos. But if you send the shliach, it means some thought went into it. It means the person has a list. It means you thought about me beforehand. So when you send something through a shliach, the person who's being makabel, the receiver of the Mishlach Manos, may feel like that the friend. It may enhance the friendship even more than if you came yourself. It's something special about getting about getting that special messenger who comes that this is from the Kivalevich, from the Rapvogel, from the Lipsy, from the Weiss family. Oh, that person's thinking about me. That's something even more special. So maybe there's an Indian dafka to send it Aideshlech. And in addition to that, there might be another reason why sending at least one Mishloach Manos, Aideshlech specifically, not doing it yourself, Aideshlech also has a special key when it comes to Purim, because the idea of Purim, as we know, is celebrating the miracle that Hashem did for us by saving us through all the events that, are, that, are, that, are, that we read in the Megillah Sester. But as we know, this mitzvah was, uh, this event, the events that took place, the miracle that took place was what we call a nes nister. And we know it was Hashem, but Hashem was behind the scenes. In a certain sense, we could say that Hashem, Hashem sent his shluchim in order to save the Jew. Who are the shluchim of Hashem? Well, the shluchim were Haman on, on the one hand, and Achashverosh, and Charvona, and of course Esther and Mordechai. They were the shluchim of Hashem that uh, that that was the that from from with whom he created this miracle called the Nesnister. So the Bal Habas in the story of Megillah Esther is hidden. The Rebbeinu Shalom is hidden, and therefore the mitzvah of Mishloach Manos dafka shliach because in that way. The Baal Habas, the person that's behind the Mishloach Manos, is hidden. He's in the house and is being sent by the Shliach. So it could be that there's even a greater Kiyum HaMitzvah, even a greater Kiyum HaMitzvah, when you send it Aidei Shliach, because in this way, it actually, through our actions of sending it with the Shliach, represents or expresses our understanding that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was also behind the scenes of the miracles of Purim. So Bezaz Hashem, we should be Zarcha to be Mekayim, the Mitzvah, Mishloach Manos, and the other Mitzvahs Ayom, with great um, alacrity, with great simcha, and we wish everyone uh, uh, simchas porim and a good week and, uh, and a good Shabbos. Thank you very much for having me, and everyone have a uh, thank you very much. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.